morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Tuesday, July 26th. On this date in 1847, the country of Liberia, which was founded by freed American slaves, declared its independence. And on this date in 2002, the House voted to create the Homeland Security Department. And here's a question. Do you know who served as the Postmaster General at America's first post office? That's another story from this date in history, and I'll have that answer in a bit. But right now, let's check your Tuesday forecast at the First Alert Weather Center. And good morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Sovine here on our Tuesday morning, starting out warm and muggy. Temperatures near 80 degrees this morning. We'll go in the upper 80s at lunchtime and low 90s this afternoon. Heat index around 100 degrees today. Later this morning through this afternoon, early this evening, small chance of rain, only about 20% today. A lot of you will stay dry. Warm and muggy tonight down to 77, 93 on Wednesday, 95 Thursday, Thursday and Friday in the mid 90s. Heat index 105 to 110, so it will be very hot for the rest of this week and the rain chance is going to stay low even as we get toward this weekend with highs in the low to mid 90s. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org slash careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. And let's check in on your morning headlines. Well, Goose Creek City Council will meet tonight to discuss budgeting for security cameras at Central Creek Park. Now, that's a new park that's currently under construction in the city. Yeah, Molly McBride joins us live from Goose Creek this morning. And Molly, you were able to meet with the city's recreation department. What can you tell us about the plans for the park? Good morning. This evening's meeting is just another step toward the completion of the park, which officials say will be the first all-inclusive park in in Berkeley County, actually. It's being built at 147 Old Monks Corner Road near the Goose Creek Community Center off North Goose Creek Boulevard and Old Mount Holly Road. The $9 million project includes volleyball and basketball courts, a splash pad, a food truck pavilion, and more. It is being funded with American Rescue Act funds, money that was on hand, as well as some fundraising that's underway, according to the city. The over 26,000-square-foot playground will offer a wide range of accessible activities for people with physical or visual disabilities. Officials say the playground has a mix of both ground-level and elevated play components with easily accessible turf for those in wheelchairs or walkers. I spoke to the assistant recreation director of Goose Creek, who says the city is excited to be able to open up this opportunity for the community. I'm most excited for all of our friends to be able to be at a spot where they feel welcomed. Officials expect construction to be finished in November of this year. For more information about the plans for the park or about tonight's meeting, visit live5news.com and click on this story. Reporting live in Goose Creek, Molly McBride, Live 5 News. 
Well, a Goose Creek couple is recovering this morning after lightning struck their house, causing a massive fire Friday. The couple says they heard a loud bang and felt that house shake when the lightning hit the home. It was a neighbor who alerted them of the fire, and since that fire, the couple says they've received a tremendous amount of support from the community. A friend's daughter started a GoFundMe page to help the couple out during this difficult time. This is, to me, although we lost everything, is a good news story because it's, it highlights the good in people. They don't have to know you. They know that your situation just went from happy We've got to We've gotten anonymous act. cash donations. You know, they didn't want totally to be recognized. Not, right, they're not um, doing it for recognition. They're doing it to help. The Fergusons say they're grateful for all the support being given. As of now, the couple says it will be a few months before they're able to get their home back. A low country school district is using tens of millions of dollars of taxpayer money to help pay off some of its debts. As Ray Arena reports, Dorchester School District 2 says that money will be used to help better meet the needs of its students. Yesterday, Dorchester School District 2's board voted unanimously to allocate $32 million to help cover the costs of new student equipment and some of the construction for its newer schools. The bond resolution will help cover the cost of new student devices, interactive flat panels for classrooms, and refreshing laptops for teachers and staff. The money allocated will also help cover the cost of building four schools, Ashley Ridge High, William Reeves Elementary, Eagle Nest Elementary, and River Oaks Middle Schools. They will also cover the cost of equipment for the upcoming East Edisto Middle School, as well as HVAC and kitchen equipment for other schools, as well as new security cameras. Board Chair Gil Hughes says resolutions like this help the district pay for things they otherwise couldn't afford. It's not just um, technology type stuff. It, this is a, a continuation of of um, ongoing repairs and refreshes that we have to have and we have to do, and we just finance them or we or we bond them over normal, uh, numerous years to get them paid off so we don't pay it all off at once. Now we have compiled a list of all the bonds included in this resolution. You can find it by clicking on this story on live5news.com. Reporting in Somerville, Ray Urena, Live 5 News. The Charleston County School District could be facing a familiar problem come the new school year. As COVID relief money from the USDA is no more, the district will revert back to charging students for school meals. This means unpaid lunch bills could return. Over the last decade, the CCSD Nutrition Services Department has absorbed $1.7 million in unpaid student meals. Executive Director Walter Campbell says that he's predicting the debt total to reach nearly $700,000 this school year. CCSD does have a program that parents can apply for to receive free and reduced meals for kids. You can find information about how to apply by clicking on this story on live5news.com. The Colleton County School Board will host a meeting tonight to further explain changes to the new bell schedule for the next school year. The new bell schedule has caused outrage among some parents, most saying they don't want their elementary school kids starting so early and their high schoolers ending so late. One parent says the new schedule is creating 11 to 12 hour days for elementary schoolers whose parents rely on child care services after school. You can find a list of impacted schools at live5news.com. 
Well, Charleston police say a 16-year-old boy has been arrested in connection with the shooting that left a 16-year-old girl hurt. The teenager will now face two counts of attempted murder and one count of possession of a weapon during a violent crime. Police say they responded yesterday to reports of shots fired at Linovar Playground off of Old Town Road. Witnesses say the suspect ran into a nearby home. Officials say the victim arrived at a nearby business shortly after the shots fired call and was taken to a local hospital. The investigation is ongoing and anyone with information is asked to contact the Charleston Police Department. A Charleston man has been arrested on multiple charges connected to a child pornography investigation. 28-year-old Joshua Buckley faces 10 counts of third-degree sexual exploitation of a minor, according to jail records. He was arrested last week after investigators say they got a tip from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, which led them to Buckley. Each count is a felony that carries a prison sentence of up to 10 years if convicted. Authorities are continuing to search for a missing Berkeley County woman who suffers from dementia. 76-year-old Ruth Jenkins, who you see right there, has been missing for over a week. She was last seen walking on Highway 45 in the Pineville area of Berkeley County on July 16th. Deputies say she has dementia and is known to wander. Members of her family and the community have been out every day looking for her, and her family says they will not give up until she is found. Well, since the start of the year, animal shelters across the state have been operating at max capacity. One local shelter reached out to their county council members to ask for more funding to help with the rising cost of care for the many animals that they rescue daily. Life Five's Lauren Quinlan joining us live now. And Lauren, you spoke with Dorchester Paws. Now, what came out of last night's meeting? Did they get approved for that extra funding? Yes, so Dorchester County Council approved just over $200,000 to Dorchester Paws to help with the cost it takes to care for their animals. I spoke with a shelter and they say this is just the start. Dorchester Paws says the cost of care per animal is about $340 for the typical amount of time an animal spends in their care. Last year, it was in the low 200s. Danielle Zuck with the shelter says this additional funding isn't going toward new programs or renovations to the shelter, but to the services needed to take care of all of their animals as more are coming in daily. This time last year, the shelter wasn't taking in as many animals, and if they weren't approved for the money, their jobs would be a lot harder. And Zuck says they are already at over max capacity. Our capacity care is we are in official pop-ups. Pop-ups um, are lining our hallways for both cats and dogs. Um, we are in 12 different pop-ups um, for our animals. You know, there's only so much space that we have, um, but because we do not euthanize for time, money, or resource, uh, we are doing everything we can to try to reunite these pets with their loved ones. The shelter's operating budget is at $1.5 million, and prior to the additional funding, the county provided 12% of that. Now their contributions are up to 25%. The shelter says this money helps tremendously, but they still need to make up for 75% of that budget in grants or donors in the community to continue to provide their service. Now, Dorchester Paws is accepting donations as they are highlighting Feed a Rescue Pet Week. So if you're looking to donate, they are accepting food and other supplies. Reporting live in Somerville, Lauren Quinlan, Live 5 News. Earlier in the show, I mentioned the first postmaster general at America's first post office. On this date in 1775, the Continental Congress established a post office and appointed none other than Benjamin Franklin as its postmaster general. Today's U.S. Postal Service traces its roots all the way back to that very first post office. 
And a look at some birthdays today. Happy birthday to singer Darlene Love, who turns 81. Singer Mick Jagger, who turns 79. Actress Helen Mirren, who is 77. Other birthdays include actress Sandra Bullock, who's 58. Bachelor host Chris Harrison, who's celebrating his 51st birthday. And contemporary Christian singer Rebecca St. James, who's now 45. Thanks for joining us for Morning Y'all. From Live 5 News, I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Morning Y'all. Produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.